Hey now! And just like that, we're 48 episodes into the year, and we're finishing it off. I'd like to say in style, but (laughs) who would I be kidding with that? There's no style in this show, just a bunch of cursing and jokes about bodily functions. I've been compiling clips from episodes I'm going to play for you here shortly. I cannot believe half the shit that's come out of my mouth. Honestly, I sound like a vapid, shallow motherfucker when I've talked about women. I don't know why I've said half the stuff I've said. Maybe for a laugh, I don't know. Just know that I'm not vapid and shallow, all right? Especially when it comes to people. With that story of my date with that woman that I met at Sur La Top, which was an absolute debacle. You know, I felt duped, so I was kind of angry about it. I just should have been more clear when I told that story. It wasn't about looks. Well, it, it, it was that she misrepresented herself. Showed up looking like she wasn't even going to try to look nice. And uh, I was just bored. So yeah, it was never going to work out for me. Anyway, I hope everybody had a great Christmas. It was a three-day non-stop visiting spree for me. I drove a lot, but I got to see everybody that mattered. I saw my stepdaughters on Christmas Eve. Had a nice Christmas dinner with Katrina's side of the family. Then spent Sunday with a longtime friend of mine. Made lasagna and a spinach salad. Brought it to her house. Ended up watching a lot of football and got caught up with everybody. My eldest is driving now. And she took me on a drive at night in the rain. And she was great. Like a really good driver. Uses her signals. Looks both ways. Was very relaxed, not nervous. I almost cried. (laughs) I almost cried, man. I've, I've known her since she was eight. So that was really something very special. It's a bit of a bummer on Christmas, though. And I call these people my cousins, even if they are Katrina's cousins. I inherited this family, and they feel more like cousins than my actual flesh and blood, right? So one of my cousins, she's very nice, very kind. She's a total foodie. She's been to the French Laundry. Her father has been in hospice for a number of months. Dementia. So when I got there, I asked about him. They told me that uh, they were expecting him to pass at any time. I was just praying that they wouldn't get the call on Christmas. Because you don't want to have the anniversary of something like that to fall on a day like this. right? So dinner's over. People are starting to leave little by little. We're just sitting around drinking coffee and talking. Then she gets the phone call. So the night ended rather emotionally. I was glad we were there for her. It's luck of the fucking draw, you know? Christmas? He was a good man. I shared a lot of good times with that guy. 30 years I've been with that family now. It's crazy. I'll tell you one thing. I'm really glad I didn't enter any of these college football bowl pools this year. They're canceling bowl games left and right because of COVID. They've canceled five already. And look, I'm grateful we're getting football games at all, but it's kind of messed up that this virus is two years old now and it's still disrupting things, killing people and filling up hospitals. That was the story of the year. I don't even want to look ahead a year, wondering if things are going to be different, because I kind of doubt it. We just have to deal with it now. But this Omicron mutation seems to be a weaker strain. It's still getting people sick, just not as badly as Delta was. So if you were to ask me, I think it's just going to get weaker and weaker now. And eventually, I think we're all going to be okay, as long as we stay vaccinated. John Madden passed away this week. More bad news. That was sad. That man was a football legend. Monday Night Football was never the same after he left. This guy just knew everything about the game, and watching him diagram plays was just enriching. He taught you football, made it more understandable for people who didn't understand it. Look, football can be confusing. This guy spelled it out. It was just a walking encyclopedia of football. And it sucks to lose people like that. And I said last week that we were expecting the storm to roll through here. Remember? Well, it came that day. It rained every day since. It's raining right now, in fact. We got rain every day for a full week. And it's been fantastic. Low 40s, high 30s at night in the morning. Feels fantastic. I love cold weather. I get to wear all my nice clothes. You know, sweaters, jackets, thick slacks. You can't wear that stuff when it's warm. Well, I guess you can, but you're going to sweat and reek of bad B.O. Like you look nice. 
which will smell like <laughs> three-day-old caramelized onions. That's not good. So I enjoy the cool weather while it lasts. Break out the sweaters. This is why I enjoy being in the mountains, man. It can be hot as hell during the day in the mountains, but once the sun goes down, it cools down quickly. You're breaking out your down jacket. Cool air just smells better, feels better on the lungs. Yeah, it's great. And my nephew shared this YouTube video with my brother who forwarded it to me. I could not believe what I was watching. This guy, he's an adventure junkie. He's got this channel on YouTube. He boards this small plane that he has with a baggie that has his friend's ashes in it. Now he's going to fly the plane to Mammoth and he's going to spread his friend's ashes. He's got GoPros all over the place, multiple angles. I mean, there's a GoPro on the wing, on the tail, inside the the cockpit, everywhere. So the guy's in the air, he's flying this plane, and he has an engine failure. He starts flipping out. Next thing you know, this crazy fucker jumps out of the plane. He's got a GoPro on a selfie stick. So he's filming himself flying through the air, and he's editing this thing. He's cutting to the GoPros that are on the plane, so it's back and forth between him parachuting down into the mountain and this plane that eventually crashes. And he's in the middle of fucking nowhere, stranded. No water, no provisions, no nothing. And eventually he gets out of there. So this video goes viral, gets a ton of hits. And people in the aviation community start jumping all over this thing. They saw it as a stunt because none of it added up to them. They really did a lot of detective work on this. And they made great points. He was at a very high elevation. He could have, you know, coasted his way to a safe place to land the plane instead of doing what he did. Well, they found out that the plane wasn't even his to begin with. The next thing you know, the FAA is investigating this dude. I have no clue how this is going to end, but I suspect it's not going to go very well for him. He's one of these influencers, right? Which makes the optics look even worse. You have to see this to believe it. Go to YouTube and search for I crashed my plane. It's one of the craziest videos I've ever seen. And if this does turn out to be a stunt, this guy's going to lose his license to fly. He's likely going to have to pay a huge fine. And then the state of California and the NTSB, they're going to sue his ass. They don't tolerate this stuff. You can't purposely crash a plane into a mountain. You know, what if it starts a fire? or lands on property, or kills somebody. This dumbass, he's screwed. And he's doing it all for clicks. This is where we're at now. People pulling dangerous stunts for clicks. From what I've read, his friend whose ashes he was going to spread, he died in a base jumping accident. Your friend dies base jumping, and you're still jumping out of planes? Fucking moron. Yeah, so I'm reviewing the year... And it seriously seems like it just blew by. doesn't feel like it was a year ago when we started this. All the things that we've discussed here, it feels like it was just yesterday. I can't even pontificate. Like, what did I learn? What would I go back and change? Anything like that. We can't do that because we've had to go through this year with handcuffs on. All I know is that next year is going to be explosive. They're going to start talking about those midterm elections the minute the new year starts. And it's going to be hard to escape that. But we got through this year in one piece. We'll get through next year. You know, we're going to miss some baseball games. Another round of natural disasters that we're going to have to gut our way through. Hopefully less violence. Fewer shootings. Less courtroom drama. I'm not one for resolutions, man. I just try to stay the course. Learn something new every day. Be creative every day. Do my best just to be a good human being. So look, as we close out the year... And I put you through 50 minutes of some of my favorite moments from Inane this year, which you do not have to listen to, by the way. Uh, I want to thank you guys for taking 30 minutes out of your week, every week, to listen to me ramble on. This has been some of the greatest therapy for me. And listening back to it, it sounds like I need serious therapy. (laughs) Oh my God, I have no filter. And people tell me they can't believe how well I'm doing. I never hesitate to tell them. A lot of it's because of the podcast. You know, getting feedback from those of you who are generous enough to share it. It really does make it all worth it. How do you come back from life-altering events? You just keep moving forward. That's all you can do. 
So, Happy New Year, everybody. Stay safe. No drinking and driving. And I raise my glass to all of you to a kick-ass 2022. For the last time this year, my name is Phil, and this has been a name. Cheers. This is not my first podcast. I've produced four or five of these before, and all but the very first one had a specific topic. Over time, when you do these shows, I began to loathe doing them because I couldn't talk about anything else without some asshole complaining. Boy, you should stick to food. Stick to what you know. Stick to sports nutrition. Stick to movies. (laughs) Hey, stick it up your ass. How's that? So this show... It's kind of like chewing on a wet rag for half an hour. You might burp afterward, but it's not really going to remind you of anything. Your wife carries your kid for nine months. It destroys her body, changes her body chemistry. She gains all kind of weight. Her tits take a beating. Then she's got to go through hours of hard labor to deliver the kid. It's a lot of work. You, as the father, you have one job. Don't fuck him up. I wonder if Michael Jackson ever did therapy. (laughs) Could you imagine being in one of those conversations? Jesus Christ. I mean, everyone's got some baggage, but that poor bastard probably had enough to fill the belly of a 747. They served a search warrant on me, which allowed them to view and photograph my body, including my penis, my buttocks, my lower torso, thighs, and any other error that they wanted. (laughs) So, hey, look, I, I know I went a little off track with the what if segment last week. It should be more intelligent more thoughtful, a little more serious. I went with Michael Jackson thing instead. I thought it'd be funny. So this week, I'm going to be a bit more scientific, treat it more respectful, more adult. So here is my what if for this week. What if farts had no smell? All right, here's your bizarre news item for the week. Police respond to chickens wreaking havoc at a New Jersey McDonald's. Police in New Jersey responded to a McDonald's parking lot where a pair of chickens were reported wreaking havoc and chasing customers. The Washington Township Police Department said in a Facebook post that an animal control officer was dispatched on a report of a flock of chickens wreaking havoc at our local McDonald's on Route 31 South. The officer arrived to find two chickens harassing and chasing customers and pecking at car tires. The chickens were taken to the Common Sense for Animal Shelter where they were later claimed by their owners. Now, my immediate thought when I read this was the irony of these chickens terrorizing customers at a fast food restaurant. They couldn't have possibly missed the Kentucky Fried Chicken joint across the street or maybe a Chick-fil-A. No, they beeline for the Golden Arches because they are fed up with this chicken sandwich war that's going on between McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, and Popeye's. And, uh, hey, you know, brother's got to take a side. And who gets terrorized by a chicken anyway? This is in New Jersey? What kind of alpha dog are you? Chicken comes running at you, you heel back and punt that bitch across the parking lot. (coughs) Defend yourselves. These are chickens, not rattlesnakes or mountain lions. Anyway, so the next time you, you feel guilty about eating some fried chicken or a chicken sandwich, remember these two punk asses chasing people around a parking lot, poking holes in their tires. Passive aggression like that deserves some payback. And there's no better payback than a crispy chicken sandwich. (laughs) Assholes. I hear stories all the time from people who are forced to work from home. And they say things like, you know, I'm with my wife more now. And I never realized just how compatible we are. (laughs) That kind of blows my mind. Because, you know, dipshit, you married this woman for a reason, right? You're just now realizing that you like her? That she's the one? The incorrect use of punctuation, that's another thing that makes it hard for me to understand what people are trying to say. I can't communicate. I, You know, I see no punctuation. Take the colon, for example. A colon can completely change the meaning of a sentence. Here's an example. You can write, Jessica ate her friend's sandwich, period. Or you can write, Jessica ate her friend's colon, period. I see a lot of people out there never should have had children. If they were as good at parenting as they are at fucking and making babies, we'd have far fewer of these mass shootings. Now, that's a fact. Listen, any of you who like don't think camping's cool, 
if let's say you're married or you're in a, like a real serious relationship, and we, I'm going to give you a, a little tip here. Sex in a tent, best thing ever. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> it's almost like screwing in public, except you're like you're protected by this thin sheet of nylon that's keeping people from seeing you, right? That's so if there's a voyeuristic quality to it. You've got to be quiet, but it's like it. That's fun, right? That's hilarious. It's best ninety minutes of my life. <laughs> you you counted them all together? Did you well, stack them all up? Eighty nine of them were spent talking her into it. But <laughs> yeah, the video basically is this guy. He's shooting a vertical selfie style, right overhead. He's not wearing any clothes, okay. and his girlfriend or his wife is in bed. She's got she's in her panties and a t shirt. So I don't know if they're like you know post sex or whatever this was, but. Uh, He's, it's obviously hot. There's a fan blowing on her, right? Because she needs it summer or whatever. And uh, he's going to shoot a selfie picture uh, or video above with her in the background in front of the fan. And can I just say, I've never understood guys who hot box their wives <laughs> or do the Dutch oven thing. I mean, it's just so gross. That's I mean, pre- that's pretty uncool. This guy stands on the other side of the fan and farts right into the fan, so it blows it in her face. God. <laughs> Dude. That's just messed up. Come on. I mean, oh boy. is that it? That was the first one. <laughs> oh, the first one. I've got three of these. Oh, my God. <laughs> did I come out Did I come out too hot? Should I have just gone with this, something? You know what? I, I'm fine. <laughs> and watch this. She's got this box. She's going to drop it. And now she's going to drop trowel and take a shit oh, right on the boardwalk. serious? Yeah, and now she's pissing, and the shit won't come out because she's constipated. It's coming in and out and in and out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I see so many of these women, not even celebrities, they just start looking the same. Especially here. You go to South Orange County, holy crap, dude. They get on a roll doing these surgeries and... Little by little, suddenly they all look like cat creatures. I almost wonder if they go to the same surgeon or if the surgeons have like a, a playbook, the same playbook. Now you lay on the table and you say, okay, you know, give me the number four, turn me into a house cat, and give me a side order of dick sucking lips, and I want my ears to meet. I couldn't imagine eating an entire one of these things, let alone an entire reaper pepper, which did real damage to me when I tried it. This guy chewed and swallowed these things in nine seconds. I watched this video online, and all I could think was, man, I hope this guy put an entire roll of toilet paper in the freezer before he did this. Because I'm telling you, he's in for a rough night. All right, so this guy stops off at a local bar after work to have a drink. He stays a little longer than he intends to. Has about seven drinks. Gets up from his seat, feels a little wobbly, ends up puking all over the front of his shirt. Oh, shit! Bartender comes over. What's wrong, buddy? I just puked all over my shirt. My wife's gonna know I've been drinking. I'm so screwed. Don't worry, bartender says. You have a $20 bill? Drunk guy says, yeah. Says, give it to me. Bartender takes the $20 bill, folds it up, tucks it into the pocket of his shirt. Drunk says, what's that for? Bartender says, you tell your wife, you went to a bar for a drink. Another guy had too much to drink, he threw up on your shirt, but he gave you this $20 to have your shirt dry cleaned. Drunk guy goes, you're a fucking genius. So he drives home, gets in the house, closes the door. Honey, I'm home. Wife comes running down the stairs. Oh my God, where have you been? And what happened to your shirt? Drunk guy says, don't worry, went to the bar, have a drink. This guy had a little too much to drink, puked on my shirt, but he gave me this $20 bill to get a dry clean. She walks over to him. There's $40 in here. He says, yeah, well, he shit my pants too. The Australian Open is being played right now. And what I heard, what I woke up to, sounded like a mix of tennis and porn. It went something like this. Dude, I scrambled for my remote so fast, turned the audio down as quickly as I could. I thought for sure, if my neighbors were still up, 
at the volume that the TV was at. There's no way they didn't think I was watching porn. Yeah, so this guy was at the Super Bowl, and he noticed this old guy sitting next to an empty seat. So he asked the guy about it. The old man says, uh, yeah, it was my best friend's, but he passed away. Oh, man, the guy says, I'm really sorry to hear that. But I'm kind of surprised that none of your other friends or family would jump at the chance to take that ticket. It's a Super Bowl, you know? He says, yeah, I know, but they all insisted on going to the funeral instead. I can't stand saying, Alexa, stop. It feels rude. I know it's an AI. I know it doesn't have feelings. But I can't say rude things like that to something that's actually helping me, you know, making my life nicer. And people get downright nasty with Alexa. Alexa, shove it up your ass. She comes back with, I found several adult bookstores near you. Sometimes I worry that my neighbors think I'm in an abusive relationship with a woman named Alexa. Guys out there telling her to shut her hole, fuck off, all kinds of nasty stuff. And hey, can we kill off these goddamn gender reveal parties? No one cares if your kid's going to have a dick or not. There was another accident a few days ago. This reveal box explodes in the garage of the couple that are throwing a party, and it killed the expecting father. Listen closely. No one gives a shit. Just make the fucking announcement, eat some cake, open gifts, and go home. Hey, I read recently about this dude in Wisconsin tried to sue the Pepsi company for 75 grand, claiming that he found a mouse in a can of Mountain Dew that he purchased, I don't know, like 80 days before or something like that. But Pepsi's lawyer shot down his claim. They said the mouse would have dissolved into a jelly-like substance after 30 days. So his accusations held no weight. They provided proof, chemical proof. Now think about that for a second. If this shit can dissolve a mouse into jelly, what the hell's going on in your body when you drink it? I've got friends who have these machines and they'll make me a cup and I'm hoping that they're not listening right now and I'm not joking when I say this. Every time they'll like pour the cup and they go, hey, what do you think? And I'll say, well, it's not horrible, right? Because I'm, drink- I'm drinking the stale cup of coffee, dude, and I don't want to hurt their feelings, you know, but I, I'd rather, look, I, I'd rather you send me a dick pic than serve me that, that cup of coffee again, <laughs> you know? First of all, to fire up the K-cup machine... And to get the finished cup done is roughly two minutes. From the time you fire up, from the time you you have to go get the pod, insert the pod, get the cup, put the cup down, make sure that the water is filled. You're talking two minutes. So let's just resolve to say it's two minutes. And we're going to also resolve to say it's four minutes for a pour over. There once was a man named Chuck who roasted coffee just south of the Canucks. The freshest of beans that the world had seen, and they give you the most bang for your buck. <laughs> nice, awesome. huh? Hey, tell the truth. <laughs> That's pretty good. Tell me the truth. You were expecting me to drop the F-bomb, right? <laughs> oh, of course. Let's see. What, course. what rhymes with Chuck? I see the blue light circling on the Echo Dot. She heard me, and I was afraid of that, right? So she says, I don't know how to respond to that. I'm not joking when I tell you all this. I had a full-on conversation with her. And I think I'm going batshit crazy. I felt bad. I said, I'm sorry I said that to you. But she says something like, it's okay. Which is exactly how your wife or girlfriend would respond to something like that, right? It's okay as in, it's really not okay, you fucking jerk. But okay, it's okay. So I said, uh, you know, it was a joke. I didn't mean anything by what I said. She says, it's good that you know that words can hurt people. So first question, why the hell am I having conversations like this? with a $40 plastic toy home speaker that basically sets my alarm clock, reads me news headlines in the morning, and plays music. Sets a timer when I'm baking or something. Second question, more importantly, the fuck am I doing apologizing to it? So these four nuns die and go to heaven. They're met at the pearly gates by St. Peter, okay? So he says to them, "Uh, thank you for your service to God, but before I can let you through these gates, I need you to answer one single question. In any time... During your life, did you touch a penis? First nun says, I touched one with my finger once. St. Peter says, all right, not a problem. Place your finger in this bowl of holy water. It'll cleanse your finger. So she puts her finger in the water. Gates open. She walks right in. He goes up to the next nun. Asks her the same question. She says, "Uh, I touched one with my whole hand once. He places her hand in the holy water. The gates open for her. So he walks up to the next nun. 
is about to ask her the same question, but the fourth nun cuts in front of her. You better let me go next, because there's no way I'm gargling that shit after she sticks her ass in it. Alexa, did you get it? Sorry, I don't have an answer for that. But the thing that stood out to me was that when they found out she was pregnant, somebody in the royal family said they were concerned that the baby was going to come out black. Now, I want to make the clearest point first. Who gives a shit if the baby comes out black? What's wrong with that? Also, take a look at this chick. She's gorgeous. You can only hope she comes out looking anything close to her. These people are concerned about how the baby's going to look. These ugly motherfuckers took a look in a mirror lately. You know what Fergie looks like? She looks like a, like a dog that chases parked cars. And Prince Charles with the fucking ears look like Dumbo. Who the hell are you people talk about looks? I mean, they're lucky Princess Diana entered the family with her lucky gene pool. So this movie that I watched was so mind-numbingly dumb that I can't even remember the title of it. So he goes on a few dates, but every chick that he hooks up with, he's a freak. Like, they're really into kinky shit, and it freaks him out. It starts off really simple. Chicks who like biting, scratching, light bondage, stuff like that. Then it gets a little dark. These nasty bitches want him to spit on them, choke them, spank them, you know, second level freaks. One of them tries to stick something up his ass. So, so finally, and this is the one that closes the door on the whole deal. This girl is super aggressive. She's ripping up his clothes, right? Saying all kinds of nasty stuff. She rips off all his clothes, pushes him into her bathroom, sets him on the toilet, starts giving him a blowjob. And she looks up at him and she says, now take the Browns to the Super Bowl. She wants this guy to drop a deuce while she's blowing him. Now, what kind of sick motherfucker would A, want that, and B, actually go through with it? When you start asking someone to shit near your face, there's 50 screws loose in your head. You need to seek a professional, get some help. I was fairly certain Yoko Ono was a deaf musician. Have you ever heard that woman sing? <laughs> I use the word sing lightly. Jesus Christ. Sound like someone's torturing a cat. Listen. Okay, enough for Christ's sake. Shit. Imagine John broke up the Beatles for that. And I'm thinking, how fucking pathetic is it that fish can produce so many kids and they can't even copulate? I mean, set aside the fact that they do what's necessary to make children and then, you know, they piss off once the kids hatch. I mean, they're not really parenting these hundreds of kids, which I think might be a byproduct of not being able to actually enjoy the act of intercourse in the first place. I mean, think about it. Nature fucked this up. If fish could have sex like everybody else, they might feel guilty enough to hang around to raise these little shits. But no, there's no pleasure involved. She dumps a bunch of eggs. You spray it with your man juice. Then you take off to wherever you go, hang out with your buddies, and she stays, protects the fertilized eggs until they turn into fish, and she she bails, you know, does whatever she does. It's a fucked up system. Fish need to truly bang. You know, it'll create harmony. Family stays together longer, you know. <laughs> Maybe the dad gets a, a bit protective, buys a weapon, protects his home until the kids are raised. Then again, they live in shit water. I wouldn't stay either. All I know is that my butt cheeks were clenched for this guy for about like the first 15 minutes because she seemed to be interrogating this guy pretty rough. And she wasn't all that either, so I don't know what mirror she's been staring into. If I'm on a first date or I meet someone for the first time, I look for the earliest opportunity to break the ice with, you know, humor. Loosens the other person up a little bit and lets me know if they've got a sense of humor or not. Because if they don't, and it's just all serious stuff, and we're not making it to the first cup of coffee, but there were no laughs in their conversation. Just pure grilling each other like it was some kind of job interview. Didn't seem enjoyable to me at all for either one of them. But I swear, if I were him in that, in that conversation was going on with me in it, I would have picked up my book and just start reading it right in front of her. You're super critical of how I look. You've said nothing of any interest to me in the last 10 minutes. I've seen you smile twice. Laughed not once. Ripped your ex-husband a new asshole for cheating on you, which was way too much information for me on a first date. 
And I find myself fantasizing about being back in my car driving home. You know, they say in, in every life a little rain must fall. But this woman needed a, an extra large umbrella. But the cheating thing, when she said that, I was just like, oh, no. You don't ever talk about that stuff on a first date. In fact, you save that for much later. After the relationship's established, you know, and you banged a bunch of times. Never disparage an ex as a first impression. Makes you sound vindictive. And now he's going to wonder why your ex-husband cheated on you. Was it him? Or was it you? But don't put that thought in his head when you first meet him. No, save that story until after you're, you know, you've convinced the guy that what an animal in the sack you are. Broke his bed and his penis. Hey, we get a major earthquake so rarely. These tremors are nothing. Let's talk about fire. Fires are the worst. That's the shit that scares me. I don't scare easily. But being evacuated and having to stay at your friend's house, not knowing if you're coming home to rubble, would be the worst thing for me. So yeah, earthquakes? Shit. That's Mother Nature using a vibrator in the middle of the night because she can't sleep. I could give a shit less about those. There are some unwritten rules of the trail when you're on a bike. And one of the first is to know your surroundings at all times. If you're going to break ass, look behind you, all right? Make sure you're not being tailed by another cyclist. It's just, it's the polite thing to do. No one wants to smell your ass. Granted, this guy probably figured he was all alone out there, but he had to have known I, I got a whiff of him as I passed him. Yeah, it was horrible. And it's not the first time I've had that done to me. Go to the Great American Beer Festival sometime in Denver. A few thousand beer-bellied, hairy dudes in closed in one big building. You know, bellies filled with beer and cheap food. You'll get crop-dusted plenty. If I ever go back to that thing, I'm bringing a, a gas mask. Did you know there was talk of cancel culture hitting the Flintstones? I thought it was a joke. Apparently, it's real. I get it. In that era, my childhood, by the way, no offense taken. In that era, men worked and women stayed home and took care of the house, cooked dinner, and then they slept in separate beds. <laughs> That's how it worked. But I guess it went further than that. Uh, they eat brontosaurus burgers. Now, that's meat, it's cruelty to animals, hurts people's feelings when they see you eating meat. And I guess their pet Dino, being used as a garbage disposal, was also too offensive. Oh, and why didn't Barney and Betty have any kids? First of all, that's their business, if they don't want kids. I don't see you millennials fucking your brains out, pumping out babies. But my big point, have you seen Betty Rubble? You want to destroy a body like that? Making her go through childbirth? What are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> I think Fred Flintstone was the shit. Here's the thing about it. Here's this big, clumsy-looking fat dude. Walks around all day basically in a dress. Bats way out of his league. Gets Wilma to marry him. Drives a car. Doesn't even have to put gas in it. You pedal it with your feet. The show runs a handful of seasons. Gets canceled. He lives off the royalties. Gets a vitamin deal. Cereal deal. This ham-faced motherfucker set for life. You don't cancel a man like that. You give him Time Magazine's Man of the Year award. That's what you do. Off on ghoul, you bunch of out-of-touch idiots. But it was some of the laziest photoshopping that I'd ever seen in my life. Like a clone tool with a big brush with no feathering. Uh, and then they just started putting dots all over the place to make it look like her shirt naturally covered her shoulder. But it ended up looking like a Rorschach test barfed all over her fucking face. I mean, if you're going to use Photoshop, learn how to use it properly. My 13-year-old could have done a better job than this. And the woman that they assigned to teach us sex ed was the most unattractive woman in history. Fat. I think she probably liked women. I mean, she was just an angry bitch. We got practically no sex education. Isn't it funny they hire somebody to teach you sex education from somebody who looks like no one would fuck in the first place? I finally got around to seeing the father while I was with my family. Not my father. Fuck that. The movie. You know, I understand where you're coming from. 
You think what I said was inappropriate, given the circumstances. I'm sorry that's how you see this. In fact, if I were in your shoes, I'd more than likely think that way too. Now, if you could, try to understand where I'm coming from. Your cousin is fat. She knows it. She even makes jokes about it. So now imagine you're me, and you're trying to lighten the mood a little bit. So you decide to make an innocent joke. And you ask her if, you know, when she goes camping, if she sees the bears hiding all of their food. Innocent joke. I didn't mean anything by that. That never happened, by the way. <laughs> Just an example. <laughs> Only once in my life have I seen a doctor and gotten news that wasn't good. It wasn't horrible, just concerning. The rest of the time, just feels like you know, I'm putting myself through anxiety and humiliation. Like here I am, bent over, forearms on the table, shorts around my ankles. Doctor's got his finger up my butt. And I start to think to myself, you know, I really think I need to find a new optometrist. I don't think this is how they're supposed to check for cataracts. Yeah, so this man walks into a pharmacy with his 12-year-old son, right? And they just happen to walk by the condom display. And the boy asks his dad, what are these, dad? Dad says, uh, these are called condoms. Men use them to have safe sex. Oh, yeah. That boy says, I've heard of that in health class at school. So he looks over the display, picks up a package of three. And he says, why are there three in this package? The dad says, uh, those are for high school boys. One for Friday, one for Saturday, and one for Sunday. Cool. Then he notices a six-pack. He goes, who are these for? Because those are for college boys. Two for Friday, two for Saturday, and two for Sunday. Kid goes, wow. Then who uses these? Got a 12-pack in his hand. Because those are for married men, son. One for January, one for February, one for March. <laughs> Have you ever accidentally caught a glimpse of yourself in the mirror while you're, um, you know, doing it? If you haven't, don't, because it's a showstopper. Have you seen the stupid faces we make? By absolute accident, this happened to me once. Glanced into a mirror, I thought to myself, oh my God, I'm atrocious. Why does she even want to do this with me? <laughs> Women are different. They look beautiful all the time. Men, if you watch a porno, look at the faces. We either look angry or kind of mentally messed up. Like you'll have one of two looks on your face when you're, um, you know, reaching the peak of Everest. You either have an angry pain face or the look of a deranged person. You either look like someone just gave you a, a roundhouse kicked in the nuts or like you're about to sneeze. Like, look at your face in the mirror sometime when you're about to sneeze. That's most likely what your O face looks like. I don't know why women deal with us. We're gross. <laughs> Shit. All right. Oh, my God. Get ready for this. Kraft has teamed up with Brooklyn-based Van Leeuwen ice cream to create a macaroni and cheese-flavored ice cream. And it comes just in time for National Macaroni and Cheese Day. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack in that one single sentence. Who the fuck asked for macaroni and cheese ice cream, for starters? That just sounds gross on every level imaginable. Is the nation that in love with mac and cheese? How could this possibly be good? And who had the balls to pitch this idea at a creative meeting at Kraft? Because that's the kind of idea we get you fired. How stoned was the person who came up with this? Dude, I got an idea. What if we made a mac and cheese ice cream? And there's a national macaroni and cheese day now? I'm telling you, there's a day for everything now. Here we are bitching and moaning about the cost of healthcare, and we come up with bullshit like this. Obesity and diabetes on a cone. What the hell's wrong with us? I got engaged when I was 20 to my college girlfriend. And the people that I worked with and the customers that I was close to all told me I was a stupid ass. That I was too young. But you know how it is when you're that age. Young, dumb, and full of, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> No one gets it. What do they know? They're not me. I'm different. What a load of bullshit that was. It didn't last more than six months, and it ended in disaster, like a dumpster fire filled with dog shit. I have slipped and called people honey 
sweetheart, and darling. I meant it to be endearing, but women found it dated and offensive. You gotta give him credit for that, at the very least, right? But dude, this is like saying, how the hell was I supposed to know she was 14? She looks 16 to me. Yeah, dude, no. Like I said last week, if your Uncle Andy at a wedding and you hug someone you don't know or kiss her on the cheek, no harm, no foul. Now, she might feel skeeved out or slap your wrinkled Fred Flintstone-looking face, but there's little to no ramifications beyond that. But you, you're in a powerful public office. So, yabba-dabba-doo, motherfucker. So I got home, and I started getting a little pissed off. Like, she could have told me on the phone which friend she was. And I was engaging with her other friend. She and I practically said maybe two words to each other in the store. And I obviously were sh- I was showing interest in her friend, not her. And she could have said which friend she was, but she didn't. So when I told this story to my friend, they laughed in my face. And my friend's wives were brutal, telling me shit like, You can't always go for looks, Phil. Got to go for what's inside. I'm like, yeah, but you have to be at least relatively attractive, okay? You weren't the one having shitty coffee for 90 minutes with the Bride of Frankenstein. This woman didn't even try. No makeup. Hair like a bird's nest. Mom jeans. And I don't want to sound shallow, okay? Because the inner beauty thing is extremely important to me too. But I'd like to at least want to have your face the first thing I want to see in the morning. Call me shallow, vapid, whatever, I don't care. I'm no George Clooney, okay? I get it. But I couldn't see myself with her on my arm. Because a second date implies that we might kiss. And while I'll sometimes kiss on a second date, I also try not to vomit on a second date. So she comes back a few days later and said, Well, I'll give you this. You're very engaging. Uh, I think you have a sexy voice. Very entertaining. But I don't think it's very nice to make fun of people who've had strokes. And that took me back a little bit here. I'm thinking, what? I made fun of people who had strokes? Now, mind you, I recorded over 100 episodes over a six-year span at that point. I have no idea what I said in that time. So I, I wrote back, what are you talking about? She said, one episode about getting fit, you made a really tasteless joke about people who've had strokes. I didn't find it funny. Then it dawned on me. I remembered. I talked about my health issues and I'd gone to the doctor. And my blood pressure was through the roof. So I knew that if I didn't get on blood pressure medication, that I, you know, I could possibly stroke out. And I remember making a joke that if I stroked out, it would be the end of my podcast career. Because no one's going to want to listen to a podcast called My Diet with the Donny. Old men who yelled, Get off my lawn are the worst kind of neighbors. They're the original Karens, except with, you know, thinning hair, bad knees, and, and hairy balls. We have some breaking news to tell you about. A police dog bit a five-year-old boy in South Pasadena tonight. That little boy appeared on the NBC show, This Is Us. Police confirmed the attack happened just a few hours ago at a national night out event in Orange Grove Park. Little boy's father says police brought the dog out for a demonstration for the crowd. Then this happened. He looked at my five-year-old and his ears perked up and he just lunged right for him and just immediately tackled him and bit his face. The father says he had to help police pull the canine off his son, Sebastian. Little boy you saw there was Sebastian's brother. Sebastian will need a few stitches, they say, but he will be okay. Police say the dog that bit him is Barry, and they plan to release more details about all of this sometime tomorrow. Some breaking news to share with you from the Pasadena Courthouse, where the trial of the family of Joshua Peterson versus Barry the police dog is about to begin. It's a packed courthouse with news that Barry has received an incredible amount of support from his canine community. We take you live now to the courtroom, where it is apparently sitting room only. Yes. 
in the matter of the family of Joshua Peterson versus Barry the police dog, case number 370-744-09773, Judge Seymour Butts presiding. Barry the police dog, under penalty of perjury, do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you, dog. You may be seated. Wait, you are sitting. Who's a good boy? Counsel, you may proceed. Thank you, Your Honor. Barry? In your own words, can you describe the night of August 7th, 2021 at the Pasadena City Park where you have been accused of attacking five-year-old Joshua Peterson, knocking the poor child to the ground, biting his ear off, and subsequently Dry humping his five year old leg. <laughs> Is it not true that you indeed did bite Mr. Peterson's ear off? Aha! Your Honor! Your Honor! Got Damn dogs, you screwed my dramatic effect. Who in the blue hell let dogs into this courthouse anyways? Now where was I? Oh yeah. Aha! And is it also not true that you dry humped his leg, scarring this young boy for the rest of his life? So how then can you sit there, in that chair, in this courtroom, with your sweaty dog balls staining the walnut wood of this prestigious institution of justice, and deny all of those allegations, knowing full well that you have a history of sexual harassment at the city of Pasadena's police department, including... Three separate cases claiming that you have not only dry-humped other female dogs on the force, but also paid hush money to a Mrs. Penny the Poodle, an innocent bystander who you took behind the bushes in the line of duty, requiring other members of the police force to spray you and Mrs. Poodle with a garden hose in order to unstick your filthy canine genitalia from her French poodle for JJ. <laughs> your Honor, I rest my case. Oh, So this girl, she decides she's going to take matters in her own hands. She bakes brownies and she taints the entire batch with laxative medication. Now, I don't know what that would taste like. I don't know how you mask medicine in food. Maybe brownies are so rich and sweet, it's hard to detect anything. But she puts them in the fridge on a paper plate wrapped in saran wrap, puts a little sticky note on there that says, don't take. Sure enough, three go missing. And she was checking the fridge on the hour, she said. But before you know it, like a production supervisor starts going missing for extended periods of time. I think three hours passes. Next thing you know, he goes to our general manager, says he thinks he may have a stomach bug and needs to go home. So word gets around that he went home with stomach issues. Boom, she knows exactly who it was and that was him the whole time. But she made the critical mistake of telling everybody what she did. And of course, she gets in trouble for it. But she was accusing him of theft. And she said, you know, he should be fired. This place wasn't going to fire anybody. They were lucky anybody wanted to work there in the first place. 
the short amount of time I was on a dating app, I'd see profiles like this where women would make these, you know, they make similar demands. Yeah, you must make six figures, must be able to support me, must love to travel and be generous. This other one, this one woman said, if your profile didn't have at least one picture of you with your shirt off, forget it. This other crazy bitch said, if you're a dude who's into cats, she's not interested. Like, dudes shouldn't be into cats. I swiped left and gave Clark a scritch, asshole. It's just a continuous series of selfies. No pictures of her doing any kind of activity. She was either in a bathroom taking a mirror selfie or she's out at clubs with her girlfriends. But, you know, she'll say she's into water sports. Water sports, but no pictures of you in a kayak, surfing, on a jet ski, none of that. Wait a minute. Maybe she, maybe that meant something else. <laughs> like this girl said her boyfriend stalked her for a year before they dated, but she's still in love with him. Really? Women find out a man is stalking them. They usually leave skid marks. They're out of there so fast. No one wants to date Jeffrey Dahmer's cousin, okay? Drew had already slept with one of the girls on staff that I had a major crush on. But I didn't hold it against him or her, you know, because I wasn't brave enough to tell her that I liked her. Anyway, about a week later, I find out that Drew slept with this girl. And I was like, dude, I am such a fucking loser. If I had his confidence, things would have been so much different for me back then. That dude could tap ass. In that one year I knew him, he busted more nuts than a squirrel in the fall. I'm serious. I thought about him later in life. I was convinced that eventually his dick was just going to fall off one day, you know? DC Comics announced that in the new issue of The Superman, John Kent, the son of Clark Kent and Lois Lane, comes out as bisexual. Kent, known as the Superman of Earth, is taking after his father in at least one regard. He has also become romantically involved with a reporter, though in his case, it's a man. <laughs> oh, man. Did you hear that? That is the sound of fundamentalist Christians' heads exploding. I can't even imagine what kind of hateful bullshit is going to be coming out of their mouths once this thing hits the bookshelves. And don't tell me you're surprised either. You know how many rumors were floating around that Batman and Robin had a secret thing going on all those years? Alone together in that bat cave, plotting their next move? It's late night strategy sessions. And it's cold down there in that cave. So they got to warm each other up. You're out in public, and a text comes through, and you hear your custom ringtone, which sounds like this. Should anyone hear your phone making this noise and they look and they smile or they laugh or worse, frown upon you, you know that they know where that jingle comes from. Here's my question. Does anyone have the right to judge you for using this as your ringtone? Because if they recognize it, they've obviously been to the website where the song comes from. That would make them a hypocrite. Hey, you looked. You've been spanking it. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, you're in the dark, right? You don't know where this jingle comes from. It's the intro that's played before videos that are uploaded to a certain website famous for porn. So this guy's watching porn on TV. And his wife walks in the room. He quickly changes it to a fishing channel. And as she's walking out of the room, she turns to him. She says, you should go ahead and change it back to porn. You already know how to fish. This one woman gave out quarters. Like, fuck the candy. Here's some cash. And back then, if you give a kid a quarter, that was a full-size candy bar of your choice at the local liquor store. It was gold. But the second house that stood out was even better. This woman was dressed as a she-devil. And she had this massive rack. I don't even think I looked at her face. She dropped whatever candy who gave a shit she was passing out. I don't know. I didn't even care about candy at this point. I just froze. Just stared at this woman's tits. Mind you, I'm 12, okay? My friends and I are walking down her driveway, and I stopped for a second. I was trying to think, how can we go back there again so I can get one last glance at this woman? Like, I know she has to be long gone by now, but I wish I could go back in time and thank that woman for making one kid's last Halloween one of the greatest moments of his childhood. 
people wonder how I grew up to be a, a fiendish horn dog. <laughs> I swear, if you hadn't hit puberty by that point, that night would have done it. <laughs> he's not only torturing our ears, he's torturing the poor guitar. Fingers aren't even on the frets of the neck. Just his big fat ham hand going up and down on it while he beats this guitar to death. Holy shit. <laughs> you mean to tell me in all that time that he spent around musicians, he hasn't learned to play at least one single chord? Like, I'm not a guitarist, okay? I have tried and failed more times than I care to mention. But I can do four bars here and there and at least get something out of it that doesn't sound like a, like a fucking dog running back and forth on top of it. So I start looking around me. and Something didn't feel right. I saw this woman and she looked, I don't know, odd. Then I see someone else, he looks odd. Then another and another and another. So I walk up to the guys. Under my breath, I said, dudes, these people look weird. Don turns to me and says, inbred. I'm like, what the fuck? Sure enough, I looked this whole thing up. There is a certain sector of polygamous Mormons who engage in what's known as cousin marriage, which results in inbreeding. And oh, my fucking life. I told the guys this was podcast gold. And the kids, God bless them, seem like normal kids until you get a good look at them. Eyes are all fucked up. Some of them are crossed. Heads don't match the bodies. Just a walking buffet of genetic mutation. I wouldn't be surprised if some of these kids were born with a full set of teeth. It looked that bad. When I was in my early adult years, if you told me I could have three wives and it was legal, I'd have been all over that shit. Variety's the spice of life, right? Well, then I grew up and got married. Okay, I get it. One's enough. Not that I didn't like being married. I loved it. But marriage can be work sometimes. Can you imagine living in a house where three women are pissed off at you for forgetting your anniversary? No, thanks. But no sex before marriage. It's a rookie move on both sides of the ball, whether you're a man or a woman. You don't buy a car without test driving it first, do you? What if the other person sucks in bed? No matter how many times you try it together. You're going to lock yourself up in a, a long-term contract with no tryout period? I don't know. Maybe you can't even see each other naked. What if the dude is hung like a pimple, right? You're going to go through life with a man that has a dick the size of a, a tube of lip balm? The Yankees aren't going to sign a pitcher without putting him through tryouts, are they? I don't mean to sound so gross, frank, or one-sided about sex here. But there's a reason why people have affairs sometimes. And it rhymes with unfulfilled. You got three wives. Let's say... Six to nine kids, big fucking house, few cars. You better be making bank, dude. That takes a lot of greenbacks to keep up a lifestyle like that. And then on top of that, the church gets a 10% cut of what you make? For what? They're already making your life miserable. You can't drink. You can't rub one out. Can't curse. Can't do shit other than work. The fuck kind of life is that? Your life is ruled by this religion and this church... You have women and children at home screaming at you because you're never there. It's dominating your entire life. On top of that, you got to pay the church a 10% vig. Like if you have three wives, right? Let's just say you've got a few wives. You find that normal or acceptable. Wouldn't it make sense that one day you'd be at your desk at work and think, huh, you know what sounds good on Saturday night? An orgy. You know, if, this people, if these people want to sleep with their cousins, right, or their brothers or sisters, maybe use protection, all right, so we don't have humanoids walking around the grocery store freaking out visitors from out of state, all right? I'm not saying it's still okay to give each other orgasms, because that's all kinds of fucked up. Next level. But if you must, eh, maybe put a helmet on the soldier, all right? <laughs> 